my god, I'm starting to shake, man. I know. Just don't open yourself up to them. Trying, man. Do I'm not trying. say you're starting to shake. Okay. I am don't open yourself up to them. That can be dangerous. Come here! Do it! Stop running! Go back in. Do not run! Go back in. Come fight me in the dark. I want to provoke the hell out of them. Welcome to Come Fight Me in the Dark. Ghosts of Future Past. I'm Joel Kleinberger. And I'm Eric Hoofnagel. And Eric, I can't remember exactly what episode in season one. I believe it was episode two where we discussed Zach Bagans going ghost hunting at Joe Exotic's zoo. Yeah, I do remember. I do remember you mentioning it. And I was like, no, I probably said, I probably went, no, (laughs) no, because that's generally what I do on this podcast. He just did an investigation at Joe Exotic's zoo to find tiger ghosts. No. Oh, I hate that. No. (laughs) Okay, great. Wow. Well, that's what I have to look forward to. Oh, man. That is low. Oh, that is so low. Yes, you 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 ardently refuse to accept the reality that this happened and you wanted you hated you were such a hater about it. Well, Joel, um, that hasn't changed. Um, I fucking hated this episode. This was a chore. This was a fucking chore to watch, Joel. It took me several nights to watch it because I started watching it and I was like, I hate this and I want to die. So I turned it off and went to sleep instead because my sweet dreams were going to be way better than this fucking, this exploitative fucking money grab pile of shit oh yeah this this con man convention oh my god so you were you were just saying earlier that you're a little drunk i'm not i'm extremely sober because i'm trying to be good because it's the new year and we always do this bullshit where i'm like i'll lose weight um but unfortunately joel you gotta drive the car because i hate this episode you're driving oh yeah (laughs) I'm driving. Don't worry. I'm in the driver's seat. I am drunk driving. Uh, Witches and warlocks, don't try this at home or in the real world. It's going to get very, very dicey. What do you mean dicey? Dicey dangerous. Our first interseason special was going back to the past. Where it all started. For the Cimmerillion, but for bros. Where it's the very first documentary that the ghost folks made. And for this... we And obviously, we have been uh, talking about in the present... You know, certain episodes and, or for the last yeah. two seasons. Uh, I've realized that my whole metaphor for this special yeah. is kind of falling apart. It doesn't because work. everything we're talking about <laughs> is in the past. Yeah, technically, this is the most contemporary episode that we've watched. Yeah, and it was in 2020. <laughs> so, Witches and Warlocks, I'm going to apply some time Mm, magic some time salve some time salve what we're typically talking about in the seasons is the present in quotes the cimmerillion buffer bros is the past and this is the ghost of christmas future which is a very interesting jump in time because this is more than a decade beyond anything that we have seen from the ghost adventures crew and you know what joel it does not give me 
an ounce of hope. Uh, <laughs> this shattered this. This was probably that's probably one of the main reasons why I wanted to turn this off because I was like, oh no, it doesn't get better. It gets worse. <laughs> How? How does this show get worse? Well, let's talk about oh, it God. as we okay. as we discuss the horrors. The twenty twenty Halloween special, the horror at Joe Exotic's Zoo. Oh God! There's all. Oh, what is all that? What is that? We just captured a class A EVP of a male voice saying. What up? Oh, yeah, that's a penis pump. Oh, God. Yeah. Why are you touching that? I don't know. We've been waiting on you. It does have an aroma of... Popcorn. I don't mind it. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. It opens up by setting the tone that Zach will carry through the episode with his maggot-backed disclaimer. Yes. Dude, okay, okay. So, uh, I So, clearly, I have not watched more recent seasons of Ghost Adventures, so I was unsure about whether that's the background they use all the time or just this mm -hmm. episode, but immediately I was like, ew, what yeah, the ew, fuck? Ew. So it's just this image a of fucking writhing maggots on, like, rotten meat so that they can do their, like, mm -hmm. disclaimer about how the Travel Channel yeah. does not support any of these dumb shit ideas or crazy opinions about murder well which is important because this this theme of uh trying to distance distance themselves from any liability really runs like they have to say it like every fucking five minutes in this episode <laughs> oh, yeah. because everything they're yeah. saying is so close to slander in a very legal definition these allegations are not confirmed but we have to television and lawyers we're not going to reveal any names and we have no proof that a murder took place here or that human remains can be found on this property instead of just l letting it be what it was it's just it's it's after it's, it takes place after the popularity of Tiger King exploded. So now instead yeah. of approaching it as like an interesting thing to check out, instead it's like money. This is all about money oh. and like viewership. Zach even opens up in in the in the in the very intro to the episode of describing the impetus for why he is here he says well everybody's seen tiger king at this point it had 34 million viewers over the first yeah. like 10 days like <laughs> yeah okay so you're you're fucking you were you were letting the audience know why you're there already zach it's not because yes. you heard an interview and you heard jeff noted con man say something about ghosts and you're actually interested you saw synergistic possibilities for your own reality tv show yeah. to glom on to the bullshit and he's constantly throughout the episode he's like he's like i can't believe we're here i can't believe i'm about to go into joe exotic's house this is crazy i can't believe it these people are real and in this two-hour halloween special we will begin a terrifying new chapter in the tiger king saga i still can't believe that we are here I mean, every single character, from Jeff Lowe to Alan, we are here right now working with them. 
on this next chapter of the series. But this time, we are gonna be focusing on the spirits. Why do you like girls and money? I mean, I know we all do, but why do you like them? I wonder if they're going to bring it up because Tiger King 2 is coming or already did come. I'm not entirely sure. I haven't been paying attention. <laughs> hey, Joel, we're not talking about come as much in this episode, okay? It's pissing. That's what you think, Eric. I mean, there's piss <laughs> and come. Oh, yeah, there is. God damn it. How? Oh, God. What the hell was that? It keeps coming. No, dude, I just heard that. Okay, Joel, I just have to jump in right before this, though. I have to talk about the intro that they made where he's, like, walking onto the property (laughs) and he's passing passing all the characters and they all get their names written out below them and they're all looking all tough and cool and he's walking by all of them looking all tough and cool in his hat, his permanent hat and his glasses. Yeah. And then he walks by the, like, the like fucking murder for high like hired gun guy what's his name yeah uh alan alan, alan, the, alan. The, the the in quotes for our own legal purposes that come fight at me in the dark yeah. the accused potential yes. hitman of carol baskins yeah <laughs> uh yeah so he and then he does the thing where he like he like looks over at him and then like rack focuses to alan and alan goes we've been waiting for you and then Zach does a, a <laughs> look at the camera, like, oh, oh. and it's just, it, it's so tasteless, and like, it's such a self suck. It's a self suck. It's just, it's, it's, it's Zach bending over, and sucking his own dick. <sighs> I'm starting to smell some weird stuff too. Yeah, are you smelling that? It just hit me over here. Yeah. Kind of like sulfur. Should we fucking do a fashion report? Just go right into it? Because there's... <laughs> about Zach? Yes, about Zach. Specifically because we have seen yes. in this episode a shift that has happened in our favorite ghost boy. And oh, yeah. it really oh, yeah. bears talking about. Give me the thermometer real quick. Dude. Look at me, dude. No, 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 no. Wow. Wow. Look at my body. Whoa. Check this out, man. Dude. You look weird, bro. Ten years have passed, and he has matured in some ways. He wears glasses, very thick-rimmed glasses, and instead of having his, like, aggro bro persona, now he has, like, the impish wide-eyed faith healer kind of look going on yeah and also this is this is right after covid so he's unable to do his usual looming during the interviews yeah so he has to be far away so he's like it's almost like his like personality is like well i guess i can't be like physically imposing so the way i think about it is zach that we know from the first two season is like the lead singer of Trapped, you know, like hit strong, I'll make you burn. <laughs> Bullet with the name on it. <laughs> Bullet with the name on, on it. it. <laughs> season one and two, Zach is he's got a bullet with a name on it, and then season <laughs> whatever the fuck this is, 
is like fucking Radiohead slash shoegaze band oh. Zach. Well, yeah, I mean he's an he's an aged goth. The, he's got so many things going on because he's got the big thick rim glasses, which really emphasizes his new shtick of just having his eyes wide with like impish. <laughs> like interest the whole time where every time he's just like ooh like he yes it's no longer like the aggressive bro shit it's just like "Mm," he's got such a weird energy about him that's so it's true and he's also he's not approaching the ghosts with as much anger anymore like it's not it's not about like a master taunter it's more about like inviting inviting the ghosts to appear. Well, it it seems like he's calmed down a lot and I also feel like he heard the world's criticism of everything that he did <laughs> from people well, like us uh-huh, and yeah. changed, <laughs> and changed his whole oh, shtick. Little did he know that in that a year later in 2021 a goddamn couple of fat idiots were going to start a podcast <laughs> talking shit about the stuff he did in fucking early 2010s. That's right, we're bringing it back, Zach. You can't escape from your past. You think that you could do that shit and just, like, walk away? Come fight us. You you think you could just say all of your theirs is theirs and not have two fucking (laughs) morons in their 30s point that out? You hate the fact that guys are coming in here and talking to you? Are we going to talk about his hat? Because we are talking about the fashion report. And the hat is permanent now. Yeah, okay, so there's there's actually a couple hats to talk about. There's multiple hats. I mean, this episode is is hat heavy. Everybody has hats on, and Zach never takes his off, which is very interesting for a, a person who is very proud of their hair. I think that that's all you need to know. He's aged. That, that, that fucking grease trap is, like, rolling mm-hmm. back. Like like any human, it's gonna happen. Yeah. He fu- like fucking Aaron got to skip the line, you know. Oh yeah. He fucking he had hair in the 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 original documentary and then like never again. You know, kind of like a spoiler for the rest of the episode. But they really put Aaron in a corner in this episode. I feel like the old like I don't know if this is typical of modern Ghost Adventures production, but like. The focus is almost exclusively on Zack. Like, almost nobody else has anything to do. At first, I thought, I was like, does Aaron talk anymore? Does Aaron get to, like, speak anymore? He doesn't talk for, like, the first, like, half hour. Yeah, I know. And the thing is, part of the, like, premise for this episode was I was, like, excited to get to know the new Knicks, which are uh billy oh tolly and jay dude for real it is exactly if nick like m- like fucking like a cell like a single cell organism just split in half <laughs> and became two different people that are somehow half of who he was <laughs> they're in oklahoma in like the dead of the summer and it's like hot and humid and shitty mm. and everyone has got the deepest sweat line down the back of their shirt because everybody is from las vegas and for some reason in fucking insists on wearing black in the (laughs) middle of the heat well they gotta stay creepy gotta stay creepy gotta stay wet and speaking of wet and shirts uh you know zach 
again, his wardrobe is very subdued. He, it's just like a plain black button up. There's none of the like graphic affliction tees of old. There's none of the big fucking floppy hot topic pants. And he think he's just matured, but he's got, he's got a little bit of that spook still in them. He's got a little bit of that spookiness <laughs> on him. He's a little bit of a bad boy, but he's not a boy anymore. He's an he's a daddy. He's a bad daddy. You can see him at a parent teacher conference. Stepping up to the plate for his child, for their artistic endeavors. Yeah, he's like, listen, I I understand everyone's going to be reading Catcher in the Rye, but why can't they be reading Paradise Lost? (laughs) (laughs) Did you know that in my extensive literature education, I have read a number of books that I could suggest to you? (laughs) Have you ever heard of The Fountainhead by Ayn Rand? It's a revolution. (laughs) I really, I wonder if he would like Ayn Rand. He's, he, I, I would, I would not be surprised if he was a libertarian. Yeah, no, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I don't. Although I don't think he reads, so that's fine. <laughs> oh my God! Shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck it. That stirred it up. I bet. You think? <laughs> oh, can we also talk a little bit about the new intro they have? Oh my god, yes, please. Because, like, I have not... So, like, I have not watched any of the new stuff, so I was taken taken fully aback by the new intro that is just so weird. It's shocking. It's shocking. And they, like, throw lots of words on the screen, and it's like, we want answers! And it's not like... It's not like the, the sort of, like origin tale that they used to do where it's like I didn't believe in ghosts until I saw one myself and now we're looking to find blah 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 and now it's like now it's like we need answers now 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 and they like do all these like warps on his voice (laughs) there are things in this world that we will never fully understand understand that's a penis call we want answers why are you touching that? I don't know. <laughs> we want to understand. Understand. <laughs> and it's so fucking strange. Because, again, like, the original intro has so much energy. Because it's like, action. We're running. Raw. Stop running. Real. We're sc- raw. Extreme. Real. They are tired of not oh. being taken seriously. And so they're so trying tired. to be taken seriously. We have worked years to build our credibility. Credibility. Our reputation. Reputation. At some point, Eric, our boy, the patron saint of this podcast, Aaron Goodwin, yes. is awarded the title of investigator. Yes. So, well, it took two people to take his place. And then he yeah. stepped up into Nick's position. And you know what? I'll be totally honest, man. I will try it. This is your your time after hearing something like that to face your fear. So to set the scene, most of this episode does not involve a ghost hunt. Most of this episode involves a bunch of, like, elaborate experiments and Zach in an attempt to justify why they are there hiring cadaver dogs to come and sniff around for human remains yes yes. and that that eats up about the amount of time that would change this from a regular episode to a (laughs) a special special (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) speaking of special let's talk about 
the tiger pisses at Zack, <laughs> and it smells like buttered popcorn. We know that Zack still has not made a pact with Mother Nature to have animals stop attacking him because a tiger yells at him and tries to urinate on him immediately. And he likes it. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> witches and warlocks, we have talked about the dangers of wet haunting. And right away, six minutes in, a tiger yells at Zack. He freaks out. And then the tiger tries to piss on him, which is great. <laughs> yeah. I, I honestly think that's probably one of the best moments in the episode, and that's six minutes in. So that doesn't say oh, a lot about the rest of the episode. I'll, I'll, I will say, Joel, my favorite part of the episode is piss-related, and that comes up later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We're, we're going to talk about that. Tiger just peed through the gets, like spray, like a little water fountain. I don't mind it. Yeah. yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Fucking Jeff, yeah. Jeff and wife. Jeff and daughter, daughter wife. Mm, yeah, gross. <laughs> she's so young. It's so weird. Like, it's so, she's so clearly, like, could be his daughter. Look, I don't have a problem. I'm not ageist. I don't have a problem. But, nah. like, that is so, cl so clearly, like, a, a trophy situation. I mean, if we're honest, like, that's exactly what we want when we're 60 or whatever, how old fucking yeah, Jeff is, but right? Like, like, I'm, yeah. Yeah, but I'm not gonna wear a do rag and a hat all the time as an old white man <laughs> with a fucking like white goatee and like wearing a Tiger King shirt and just being a fucking grifter pile of shit. Well, yeah, we're 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 too good of people to fucking be con men, which is unfortunate for us, I guess. He, he's not a zaddy. Like he, there's no reason why she should be with him. If Murray Silver was there, he would scoop that woman up and save her. <laughs> He'd be like, you ever heard of Fleetwood Mac? Have you ever heard of a little place called Savannah? It's different. Age is just a number in Savannah. Do you want to get fingered by the Dalai Lama? Oh. I can make that happen. <laughs> I got connections. I've invited her here today to talk to you. She's here. Yeah, she's here. Zach, in this interview around the piss, asks questions like, is it possible that there is something on this land that contributed to Joe's dangerous and destructive behavior? And it's like, yeah, there's probably like meth laying around here and there still. Inference to the best fucking explanation, Zach. Inference to the best explanation. It's not ghosts. It's the meth he was smoking that he talks oh. about smoking meth. Like, it's yeah, not ghosts. Shit. Yeah, oh, oh, oh. And, and by the way, yes, he cannot loom in this interview because he's got the social distancing. But he sure can yeah. fucking trample the interview because he does that. <laughs> He yeah, fucking he stomps all over the interview. No. And I feel as though these are the grounds where it all is originating. It all started like, There's here. just a dark, just vortex of energy. Zach likes the tiger pee smell, and they go through the various, like, potential haunting locations. Joe Exotic's house, which I don't know what the fuck happened in that place. I mean... He, he mentions offhand at one point that it was ransacked and then like 
the door was broken and then like like animals got in there and shat everywhere so sometime in the last couple years somebody went through there and fucked the whole place up as hard as they could and just left doors open so that horses could shit in there (laughs) like yeah you're not you're not doing a good job of like maintaining the value of your property there bro or like no i don't i I just said bra unironically i'm gonna kill myself i'm gonna jump out the window i apologize (laughs) bro 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 Bro. and then the other focus is like people have been murdered on this property and buried here by the way there's no evidence of this there's no evidence there's no proof but People are probably buried. There's the second place that they think is a very big focus for the haunting aspect is the back 40, which is an area of land. It's like six acres. Yeah. And they just dumped all of the animal carcasses from all the meat that they didn't use to feed the tigers and also where Joe buried the tigers. And apparently... They're, they're getting Jeff to tell the story that has been told to him by, quote-unquote, six individual people. And Zach takes a moment to look at the camera and be like, we know the names, but we can't say because of television and lawyers. And <laughs> yeah, he's switching. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's taking to different cameras for emphasis, which is really cute. And... It is funny in 2020, because this is during the coronavirus pandemic, that the entire Ghost Adventures crew is wearing masks, and nobody on this fucking ranch is wearing masks No, no, no. And they also seem, like, a little, like, like, annoyed. Except for, uh, I think Eric wears a mask when they go into the shit-filled house. Um... No, he doesn't. Oh, he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. He He doesn't! Oh, it smells so bad. Oh, oh God. Oh, run! It's so nasty. The other ghost that they are obsessed with, which is Joe Exotic's late boyfriend, who killed himself on accident. Yes. And oddly enough, like, because... Regardless of what you think about these people, like a young guy brought into the influence of somebody like Joe Exotic, who apparently, again, according to the Tiger King documentary, like fed him drugs and kind of abused him. Yeah. And him getting to the situation where he is either like joking or he knows what he's doing. We'll never know because we can't directly talk to him. He ends up killing himself. It's really tragic. It really and it's is. So fucking distasteful that they're doing this. Like how long ago did he kill how long ago did he kill himself? Not that long ago. Wasn't long enough to fucking like make your whole episode about like trying to contact his ghost. Well, and and not only that, they hire an actor lookalike for their yes! spooky cutaways. Oh my god! Oh my god! I, so, like, initially, I didn't think that that's what they were doing because I thought better of them. I thought no. that it was just like a fun little creepy cutaway to someone who's doing, you know, light bulb eating kind of shaky face shit that they used to do. But no. 
they straight up got a guy who they who was like looks like the dude. What's his name? What's his fucking name? It's Travis Maldonado is his Travis name. Travis Maldonado. Uh, or as, as Zach says, because he obviously tried to work on his diction so that nobody could actually make fun of him anymore. But in his interview with Militia, which is a fun name. Oh, yeah. I love Militia. This is this is one of my favorite, like, Zach fucks up moments. He's interviewing Militia, and Militia's like, I have a son his age, and... You know, I we had this bond. It's it's it is like it's so fucking sad. It's really it is really sad, and it's really it's really beautiful, especially especially considering like the kind of shit that that guy Travis was put through with Joe Exotic, who was like your classic abuser. Yeah, like this woman was his rock. This this person that he would go to, and. You know that motherly instinct it it really comes across and she is like legitimately sad it is it's one of those like really heartfelt moments and then zach mispronounces his name he he goes a full-on he's like can you because it's it's the dramatic moment and he fucks it up he's like can you show us where travis Long pause. <laughs> Maldonado. He realizes he Travis. just Travis. <laughs> Can you please take us to the exact location where Travis? Travis. Travis. Maldonado killed himself. You blew it. During this, he also talks to. I think he's talking to Eric about yeah. seeing full body apparitions of Travis. 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 Travis, and, and Eric says, oh yeah, no, I've seen him. I saw him, like, on the porch smoking a bowl for five minutes. A full-body apparition of someone you you know killed themselves. Um, accidentally. Accidentally. Smoking a fucking bowl. You don't even walk over and, like, ask for a toke. Like, you don't even, like, you just stand there and stare for five minutes. Kind of rude, Eric. But <laughs> not you, obviously. Because this is weird because it's Eric with the same spelling as you. There, but for the grace of God, go I. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we know that this Eric, Hoof, this Eric, Eric Hoofnagel, if he saw the ghost of me offering a toke, which I think you're going to outlift me. To be honest. Yeah, you know, you're going to see me. I'm going to haunt you. No, you're going to outlive me. What are no, you talking no, about? No, 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 no. You know I'm going to kill myself when Ponyo dies. I've got like five years You can't years do left. that. Five years? Ponyo is ancient. She's 13. She's got That's five really years. That's really old. That's really old. Yeah, I know. And I'm not going to be around after she's gone. I can't live no. in a, I can't live in a post-Ponyo world. So, you know, you can. get you as can. much mileage as, out of me as you can. You can find another skinny cat that goes and has no tail. No, I can't. She's very special. <laughs> Anyways. She's very unique. <laughs> don't you fucking talk bad about my cat. You know that you love her. She I do. I've done you last time I you do. were in my house. <laughs> I know. She wouldn't let me sleep. Memory. I have to say one thing about the Eric interview. They say, have you ever been in Joe Exotic's house? And Eric mm. says, I avoid it like cancer. And looking at Eric, I can tell that doesn't mean <laughs> shit. 
Because that man is not <laughs> avoiding cancer in any way. Yeah, they start entering Joe Exotic's house. And 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 Zach's like Zach's like every step into this place is like another step down into hell. <laughs> and and it's like fucking Zach has been to like asylums and prisons yeah. and like fucking like places where atrocities at like scary scary places and he's like really scared <laughs> yeah. of this trashed house that's the thing the amount of fucking bullshit going into this episode like zach is like i have never been on a piece of land that can contains this much negative energy it's like Bitch, in season three, you fucking go to the fucking place where Gettysburg happened. <laughs> like where hundreds yeah. of thousands of people died. Yeah, no, it, it, that when he said that, I was like, pff, pff, the fuck, Zach, you're going to throw it all in on this one? For real? A tiger zoo? These grounds have been stained with horrific death and suffering experienced by both people and animals. Being here just for a short time, I feel there are many more dark secrets waiting to be uncovered. Everything that guy just says bullshit. Thank you. And so here we are. Penis pump. Fucking take us through it, Joel. <laughs> Tell us about the yeah, penis pump. So they're going through this ransacked remnants of Joe Exotic's house where everything is trashed. The couch that Travis used to smoke weed and play video games on. And there's a Dig Dug machine, which, you know, pretty lit. Pretty jealous of that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Dig Dug kind of sucks as a game, but, you know, whatever. Having your own arcade machine is pretty I'd play it if I sweet. had an arcade, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, they find a bunch of, like, weird stuff. Like, Aaron, in one of his only times he's allowed to speak, <laughs> points at the, the 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 fact that there's still car keys on the wall. And, you know, Zach finds, like, some prescription medication that Joe, like, that's just still left behind. Mm -hmm. And then Zach opens up a drawer. And he sees a cylinder of glass. Three! Three cylinders! There's like three or four fucking penis pumps in there. I couldn't have told you. Couldn't have told you what it was. But Zach knows. I thought it was a bong. I thought it was bong. Like bong, right? Bong I is could, my first, like... Could have been anything. But Zach, Zach insists that it's a penis pump. And he's picking it up. He's investigating. He's, he's investigating this penis pump. And then Billy Tully is like... Bro, why are you touching it? And then Zach gets a huge case of the not gaze. Yes. And he oh. runs outside. Full 180. Full 180. He's like, ew, uh, ew, dude, oh, sick, what? Oh, God. Why are you touching that? I don't know. Why are you touching that? You touched the penis pump. Oh, God. And there was white stuff at the bottom. Hopefully it was powdered. I'm going to burn those clothes. You are burning those clothes. 
And the weird thing is, like, this is a very, like, this is like a classic Ghost Adventures moment. Except Zach is insisting, because we assume he's still the executive producer, that they keep the creepy music going. Yes! So it fucks yes! with the whole vibe. Yes! It's so weird. Oh my god, it's so fucking funny. They kept the scary music going during lots of weird, funny scenes. And it just, it kind of, um, it's kind of a fourth wall sort of moment for me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Where it's sort of like, hey, we're in a ghost show and it's dumb. This is dumb. What we're doing right now is real dumb. What will happen next? I have no idea. This whole scene is really punctuated. You know, Eric makes a joke about burn your clothes and then Aaron is like, <laughs> burn your clothes. That's so fucking tight, dude. <laughs> Eric, you're just like, you just like remind me of someone, dude. Like, you just like really like fucking like we connect dude like you're funny like i like it's it. almost like you remind me of somebody from six years ago a friend that i once knew and nick looks on from the his fucking <laughs> sniper position yeah and a single tear drops so i'm gonna be the longest time we've been suffering well you're gonna be in a hospital so if there's anything i'm sure some of the ghosts they will take care of you Really, really sad. Zach looks to Aaron and tries to get him to crawl under this wooden slab for some reason, and then Aaron is like, "No, I'm yeah, not gonna. no, it's a, it's a, it's a good Aaron redemption moment where where he's like, crawl in there and tell me what's in there, and Aaron's like, nope, not gonna do it, and he's like, I command you to do it. And Aaron goes, you told me I get to have a choice. And today, I'm going to take that choice. I'm going to say no. And then he rocks away and he celebrates. He's like, yeah! 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 He gives a yeah that is, like, very reminiscent of Jeb Bush's. Not Jeb Bush. No. Oh, Howard Dean. I'm sorry. Yes, Howard Dean. Yeah. Yeah! <laughs> back, back when, like... <laughs> Back when, like, a, like, a blowjob or, like, saying yeah too loud could ruin your entire run for the presidency. What a quaint time. What a, what a wonderfully quaint time. Yeah! Aaron, I demand you, go see what's <laughs> inside there. You always say I have a choice, and this is that time I want to say I'm taking that choice. Yeah! I think this is the point that uh, we need to talk about the horse. In... All of the potential scenarios of Come Fight Me in the Dark as a as an entity, as a project, I never, never imagined a moment where I would utter the phrase gushing horse vagina cutaway. <laughs> Smells like, but smells here like we fucking are, dude. No, okay. So this, this is this actually like almost turned the whole episode around for me, because they got this shot <laughs> of a fucking white horse wandering around Joe Exotic's house, and it's creepy and weird. And then it cuts to the horse taking the biggest piss. 
imaginable. I mean, it's a horse horse pissing out of its big old white horse pussy, huge gushing piss, <laughs> and the music and the music goes is scary, and it does the like <laughs> sound like it's so yeah. fucking disturbing. It was like straight up out of a Lars von Trier. Like this is like dark, yeah. like antichrist shit. This is the sound of a horse gushing piss. You know, when I tune into Ghost Adventures, Eric Hoofnagel, the one thing that I'm not necessarily expecting is a well-framed and well-lit shot of a horse pussy gushing mirror. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not very high on my list of predicted things to see. No, it's completely unpredictable. And that's why it's, like, so shocking when it happens. It's like cutting suddenly to, like, a, a close-up of a baby being born. Like, it's just like, a, oh, yeah. oh, oh, what the fuck? What? I mean, maybe kudos to Zach because, honestly, that, again, because I feel, I'm me and you are in the same wave, like, I hate this episode. That got me immediately back invested. Me this too. This gushing horse vagina out of nowhere with scary music and like a like a disturbing like <laughs> like it it's so brilliantly dark art school me all right my art school self absolutely Mwah, chef's kiss love this scene i have never seen such an artistic rendition of a horse urinating in and it's my from life. behind it's from behind it's just squared up on this no. fucking horse's ass. The horse vagina. If you're if you're looking at the rule of thirds as far as <laughs> like frame composition, <laughs> the horse pussy is in center frame. Like oh, what the fuck? No, it's it is truly the anchor of the whole episode. Is this scene for? Which me. is unfortunate because it's like 15 minutes into an, a two-hour special. Oh. Tell me about it, Joel. Yeah, keep going. It gets worse. I don't. How do you feel about this whole corpse finding dog subplot? <sighs> it feels like a yes or no question is being asked, and the answer is not yes or no. <sighs> it's obviously just an attempt to bring weight to what they're doing there. Yeah, which is why they get very little evidence when they're actually doing stuff trying to get ghosts <laughs> and the other thing other than this fucking corpse dog skit is the bill chapel deep echo experiment and before i go off about this what do you think about bill chapel because for reference eric bill chapel is the dude who's been inventing all of their technology. Oh. Spirit box. Oh my god. Are you serious? Xbox Connect camera. Dude. That's him. No. The Oculus, way. the fucking word gun. It's him. 
And I don't wanna talk to a scientist Y'all motherfuckers lying and getting me pissed Did he make all their new shit that they have in this? Because this is like next level Like all they have, they have all these new 3D printed bullshit I love the new technology that they fucking The Poultra Pump or whatever Polterpod! The Polterpod. The, the Polterpod. And like the EVP machine that they use where it like sends a feedback loop of the EVPs. It looks like a little haunted house and the Polterpod has yes. like a spooky clock face on it for some reason. Yeah, like, and they're, they are poorly 3D printed. And like they didn't even try to hide that it's 3D printed. <laughs> like you can sand that shit. You can sand down the lines. <laughs> You do, it doesn't have to look like that. Well, you know, to be to be fair, Eric, they were using uh, Aaron Goodwin's big step in 3D printed business <laughs> that he is trying to get off the ground. <laughs> big step in prints. <laughs> Let's take a second to talk about Bill Chappell, because despite all of the things that he has experienced and seen and shown with his technology, he thinks that it's us humans and it's something that we're doing that are causing these bits of evidence to happen. He just is trying to figure out why that is. Oh, that's kind of cool. That's cool. Yeah. To this day, he still gets a, a bunch of heat because he says that Zach Bagan's premise that it's ghosts and the afterlife is flat out wrong he like is vocal about it he thinks that zach is full of it well we got a little skeptic on our hands here he's trying to answer the questions about why these phenomena happen which is why he was doing this deep echo experiment where he's like okay we're gonna pipe in we're gonna try and make a soundproof environment in these tubes and depending on which variable in the experiment we're using, maybe we can figure out why we're receiving any like audio evidence at all. And that's kind of cool. I can kind of dig that. He's got my interest. Also, this episode doesn't have a lockdown. No, I mean, I don't know if they've abandoned the concept of the lockdown, which makes sense because it's stupid in, in general, just in practice, but like they're just there. Yeah. Yeah, and they're also not there alone. <laughs> Which we find out later. Um but but this is this is where we get <laughs> this is where we get uh like the first time where Zach calls out to to Talvis and he like calls him a prankster. Yeah. He's like we heard you were a yeah. prankster boy. You were a big old pranky boy. And we want to talk to you. We heard that you killed yourself in here accidentally. Um, in this room, so like, give us some, give us some shit, and he gets like an EMF spike. He gets a gigantic EMF spike all the way up to a thirty, and he says, "Oh my god!" and all this shit in a way that feels very forced. Yeah. Whoa! 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 Oh my god! This is where we skip two splits. Billy and Jay are with Bill Chapel doing the uh, deep penetration experiment. I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> yeah. This activity was hot. So 
there's two experiments. There's the one where it is not filled with water and it's going towards where Travis was shot, where they hang an EM microphone, which does not apparently, quote unquote, pick up our normal sounds. It's only picking up certain frequencies, which he says it's it's tuned to only interact with like 13 frequencies that are common in human speech. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, it, it's weird, and that's also where they see a mist, which I don't fucking like. Oh, yeah. I don't T- fucking Talvis, care about Talvis this mist. Talvis shows up as a mist, and then they go outside, and Talvis shows up as a mist again. And and conveniently, the first time that Talvis shows up as a mist is when Billy is switching between camera filters, so fun. And the second time is when... Billy just sees the Talvis mist and nobody is pointing a camera that direction, so we don't see it anyway, so fuck it. Yep. And then Zach gets a sh- gets like shot in the side by a light anomaly <laughs> and it gives him a panic attack. I just hold on a second, man. I felt that vibrate through my whole body. That was weird. Zach and Aaron are in Joe Exotic's house, which again, for reference, there's no death or bodies or any rumors associated with this house. The only reason why this place would be haunted is the amount of cum and horse piss. <laughs> it's true. It's true. And it's humid. And it's also humid there. So it's... Oh, God. That place has got a fucking reek. Can you smell that? It smells really bad. That does right here. Oh. It smells like... Like horse there's a lot of moisture for the humidity to play off of Uh, yeah as well as the penis pumps hence why uh zach gets another emf spike it goes to 30 again and he's like i can't believe this and then he gets emotional for quote-unquote no reason it's almost like he's he's realizing uh how how in in such poor taste like in what such poor taste they are making this i'm sorry i'm sorry He's like, I, I am so sorry we're doing this. This is so bad. I need some money. I'm sorry we're profiting off of your accidental suicide after years of drugs and abuse by some fucking narcissist. But it's show business, baby. Waka waka. You know what? Sorry, man. Here's a cigarette. (laughs) So, you know, there's there's a lot of like intermittent them leaving the place and talking about how oppressive the feeling is like okay fine i i have such a hard time with this as somebody who's a fan of the earlier episodes because we're getting into season three eric they go to pavalia island which is a place in italy where they used to just shepherd all of the plague victims there to die that's fucking sick and apparently Joe Exotic Zoo is on the same level? He said this is the most, this is the darkest energy he's ever felt in any one location. He blew his load for this fucking special. I can't believe I'm saying this, and I never actually believed that I would ever say it. We are now preparing to make our way inside Joe Exotic's house to investigate. Come! And speaking of over top, Eric, we get to finally talk about your Xbox Connect camera. 
The XLS camera is in full display in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's so fucking stupid. Magic everywhere in this bitch. <sighs> this is when he he's like trying to talk to Talvis and they see you know a stick figure show up in front of a a pillar because that's what it does that it's, it's literally built yeah. to find human bodies anywhere it can so it everything yeah. it looks at it thinks is that a human i sure hope so so it's this dancing figure doing a little jig and he's like oh it's talvis and then he he oh 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 prior to this though on the the polter the polter pod oh, this fucking portopod this porta potty is like give it to him <laughs> you must give well, it it's to also, him it, so the portopod the polter pod portopod the porto the portopod the porta potty yes uh is basically just like a fancy uh 3d printed uh spirit box right like it's it, a 3D printed spirit box where they put a clock face on it for some reason with Roman numerals. For no reason, because Roman, Roman numerals are so goth. I mean, to be honest, the average viewer of cable television seeing Roman numerals probably would be scared because they're fucking morons. Yeah, they're whatever. like, what the fuck is that? Is that Arabic numerals? Is that Arabic? That's what that sh that's that Shira Law stuff. They're teaching our kids Sharia law. <laughs> that scared the <laughs> out of me. And I saw the button my fly up. So that's when the the connect uh, picks up uh, the 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 stick figure of Talvis uh, pointing at the closet, <laughs> apparently. But it's yes. more just like a, a stick figure jumping around in one place, and then its arm kind of glitches out in one direction. Yeah, for like, you know, like 1.5 seconds, its arm glitches towards, you know, again, how they establish depth of field with these stick figures, not entirely sure. But a stick figure points in a direction for a second and then it disappears. And, th and this is when we get the, like, the big reveal. So they're like... They're like, oh, he's pointing. He's pointing in the closet. Zach has one of those grabbers, which I love that he is using grabbers. Now that I'm thinking about it, this is not something like if this is in the moment. Like, what the? F why do they have that grabber there? Like, do they always have a grabber ready? They're, because this is all a fucking setup, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I swear, like they're like it's a fucking setup. They're like, oh, he's pointing at the closet. Oh, there must be something in there. And then he grabs behind the teddy bear where you can't see. And somehow he finds uh, the relic. And it's Talvis's hat. And then they put it on Talvis's couch where he used to take big fatty bong rips all the time. Right next to the cigarette. This is like the f silliest ritual ever. They're like, you know, before we're we're doing like swords and daggers and fucking like yeah. dark dark fucking imps of the sea and shit. And now uh, <laughs> it's like, here's a cigarette. Here's a cigarette and here's hey, look, it's your old favorite hat with all the pins on it. So they put the fucking hat down and Zack is like 
appear in front of where we just put your hat and they get us they get a stick figure and then everybody loses their fucking mind ladies and gentlemen we got him oh my god are you serious There's hugging, yeah. there's tears, there's high-fiving. There's jumping up and down. They think this is like the most proof positive thing that I've ever seen them get. I have never seen oh, yeah. Zach Bagans willingly hug Aaron, but the the oh, fucking yeah. the moment takes him and he embraces his beta. Oh, dude, feel my back right now, bro. And that brings us into the second portion of the lockdown because that takes up about, I don't know, a thousand years for them to go through this whole fucking thing. Yes. Well, this is when they, 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 they let Eric review the footage of finding the hat. In his shit-splattered shirt. <laughs> yeah, which looks like he fucking took a chainsaw to, like, a cow's neck. Yeah. He is covered in speckles of like brown you know he looks like he just got back from murdering somebody and then like got stopped on the street for like a man on the street interview and was like (laughs) uh yeah yeah no i do feel i feel like the political climate today is a little bit rough uh don't pay attention to my shirt at all it's just you know sorry i gotta run uh oh this duffel bag nothing (laughs) and you want to lick it <laughs> With that said, it's time to start our second part lockdown. <laughs> I'm gonna head out. All right. This is where we get like the history of the hat, where he's like, he's like, this is the yeah. hat. This was his favorite hat, and Joe hid that from him when they had a fight. Well, and and to be very clear, Eric says, "Oh yeah, I remember now." that <laughs> now i remember story happens yes yeah. yes <laughs> we've we've seen a lot of episodes with yes ending you know and this one is the hardest yes ending i've ever seen because right after that uh zach just goes just out of nowhere fucking out of nowhere he just goes i think he was possessed and Eric's like, what? Who? What? And he's like, yeah, Joe, think he was possessed? And Eric's like, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, to- yeah, totally. The narrative that Zach is trying to make about Joe Exotic being crazy because of the land he occupies, not the yes. meth that he's doing. Yes! He's trying to add a twist to the whole Joe Exotic thing. He's trying to be like, nah, no, that whole thing was because of something we're figuring out. This is the real story. Yeah, it's it's not cursed land, bro. It's methamphetamines and cum. Like, that's it. <laughs> yes! Like, it's meth, cum, and horse piss is the spookiest shit on this fucking land. And that really brings us into the second part of the lockdown... Not lockdown, just investigation, I guess. The the walkdown. The walkdown. The walkdown. Where yeah. uh, Zach opens it, up, opens it up by unveiling a golf cart filled with cameras and audio equipment that he calls the Ecto-3, which 
all of his team uh, courtesy laughs at. Yeah, they're like, oh, dude, sick. Oh, so, what a good reference, dude. I kind of call this the Ecto-3. Would that make sense, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, First of all, lots of filler all of a sudden. Lots of filler. Yeah. We've got Eric finds a snake. Eric gets bit by the snake. As night falls, as these people have to rely on night vision cameras, Eric just appears out of the darkness with a fucking snake, and he's like, hey, look! And Zach is freaked out and uncomfortable. <laughs> he comes out of nowhere holding something that scares me more than demons. Ah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm out. And then, then they get some more filler where... Aaron and the other guy keep running into fucking spider webs. And then, <laughs> and, and then Joel, they do the, which they do twice. They do one of my favorite fourth wall breaks, which is uh -huh. they start doing the instant replay <laughs> of dumb shit happening. That's not a ghost. Usually they do the yeah. replay where of of a of an EVP or something, you know? Yeah. And this time they do a replay in black and white with scary music of this guy running into a spider and shaking his body. Damn it. Serious? I walked right into the damn web. Is it on you? Wrapped on my arm. Look, there he is right there. That's how, that's how you know. This is an hour and a half special where they had to have a segment of like cadaver dogs coming in and there's spider quest. Like there's nothing happening at this place. And to really like punctuate that, they send Aaron and Guy, one half of the simula sim simulacrum of Nick. Guy? Into, yeah, just some guy. I don't fucking know his name. Oh, it's either oh, Jay oh, or oh. Bill. It's Jay or Billy. I thought you meant his name was Guy all of a sudden. I was like, what the fuck? Who's Guy? We're going to call him Guy because he doesn't fucking matter. So Aaron and Guy go into Alan's trailer, which they believe has been left vacant for their yeah, ghost they, adventure. Because we had agreed upon doing this. Well, and to be fair to them, his front door was open. Yeah. In Oak, in the Oklahoma in the summer, which is just a fucking invitation for you to get eaten alive by mosquitoes. But his front door is open, and then Aaron wanders in there, thinking he's ready to get for an investigation. And then the dude sleeps in his living room in this trailer, and apparently has tiger blankets. So Aaron fucking sprints out because he thinks he sees a tiger moving at him, which is pretty fun. And then they go back in. They go back in and they're like, uh, well, I mean, he's asleep. So, like, let's just keep doing the investigation. So we got to do it. And then they do another instant replay of Alan grunting. Aaron and Billy have just entered Alan's trailer only to find him asleep. They bring out the porta potty and the fucking word gun, which has now just been like devolved into just a handheld thing that doesn't make people look so stupid when they're put it on. The porta potty says David, 
and the ovulus says shine shine satan and this is the longest stretch that i've ever seen them take on ghost adventures they're like okay so uh satan is also the morning star and he shines like a star so satan shines satan shines but also david is biblical david is a biblical name and so maybe there's something biblical going on in alan's fucking house something demonic yeah right yeah that that's like a fucking like like double fisting level stretch that they're fucking getting into (laughs) on this that's right come and touch me over here i can feel you fucking zach and other guy who the fuck cares and this is when it like keeps cutting between because there's like a storm coming in Big lightning storm, big raining lightning storm is coming in, but they don't know that. So they're still in their fucking stupid golf cart rolling out over all these bones. But the really interesting part about their back 40 investigation is that they get near this truck that just parked back there for some reason. (laughs) And they put on the the Ecto-3 spirit box and Zach asks... A series of questions that get immediate responses. Are there spirits here? Yeah. Yeah. How many bodies are buried back here? Two. Just said two. I heard that. That was really clear. How did you guys die? Zach is wanting to try and frame this as like, this is obviously the voices from beyond of the two murdered protesters that jumped the fence. Yeah. And then Zach trying to investigate further jumps on the truck and then immediately jumps off because of icky, icky goo. Yeah. And we never see it. We never see it. And this is like such an interesting moment where he could have just like fucking sacked up and opened the open the truck and we yeah. could have seen some fucked up shit it's a, instead of all the nonsense that is added to this episode he could have just opened the truck and like it's not a haunting but like a truck filled with rotten meat would be a great he relies so much we got a horse pussy gushing we got <laughs> maggots everywhere open the truck sack instead of like worried about your fucking designer boots that you don't even lace up getting skin juice on him you fucking wuss i think that was a wrong thing for them to done the episode doesn't end there but it's basically over like yeah they do the vocorder which is a new like 3d printed object that like repeats things and then and then and then uh and then uh trav uh talvis uh caresses uh zach's neck and uh says what up which i guess appropriate like i would have loved to hear an evp of a bong getting (laughs) fatty ripped yeah well that's what they should have picked up with the fucking deep uh deep echo experiment (laughs) but all they got was like some mumbling yeah talk about a water pipe am i right Fucking deep gravity bong more like. (laughs) We are conducting an experiment. We know that Travis likes weed. So we have have built 
the most powerful gravity bong known to man to see if he slurps off of that sticky icky. <laughs> right at this exact moment, I captured an EVP, an electronic voice phenomena, or spirit voice, on my digital recorder. The episode ends with them, again, they bring in more cadaver dogs just to, like, drive home the point that there might be bodies buried there, and then it just ends. Like, I don't know if this is the the original edit of the episode, but, like, on Discovery Plus, it just ends in Zach mid-sentence, which is kind of weird. Yeah, it does. It does. Apparently, maybe what gets cut off is that Jeff gives Zach for his haunted museum an artifact of Joe Exotic, which doesn't make sense because Joe Exotic's not dead, (laughs) but whatever. Jeff gives Zach Joe Exotic's, what he claims is Joe Exotic's, like, weed pipe? Penis pump. (laughs) If we go to Zach Bagan's haunted museum and there's a fucking penis pump, that oh. is labeled like Joe Exotic's water pipe, I will be so thrilled. That would be amazing. I'm ready to get out of here. I'm ready to get the hell out of here. I'm out. Sure, I'm out. Get out! I'm out, I'm out. Good idea. Great idea. It's all a bunch of bullshit, and the episode ends on what is honestly a very disappointing experience in the Ghost Adventures canon. Holy shit. It's so it's so bad. Um, I hate it. I hated it so much. Um, and I, I watched this for you, and I watched this for our witches and warlocks. I sat through it, and I I don't care to see it ever again. It does make me worried for the future of Ghost Adventures because. Like, I know what's coming up, and they go to some really interesting locations in the next couple seasons. Like, I mentioned Pavalia Island in Italy. Joe Exotic's fucking zoo isn't interesting. It was interesting because he was a methed up fucking sex pervert who ran for political office and, and conditioned straight guys with methamphetamines and drugs to be gay. Like, that's, like, (laughs) fucking great. That's some fun television. It's not ghost-worthy. It would have been good. It would have made sense if there had already been a subplot about ghosts. Yeah. You know? That would have made sense. That would have made some sense why they would be there. But it's so, on the face of it, a fucking cash grab. I think we have to challenge Zach Bagans to come fight us in the dark because this was... I was really excited for this episode to look into the future of what Zach Bagans is up to. And I I honestly think... I'm very disappointed. I'm disappointed and I left this episode wanting to fight him more than many others. Zach, we are disappointed in you and and for that reason alone, we are challenging you to come fight us in the dark. This is very dangerous, guys. It's like we're going in for the attack. I would be ready to perform an exorcism. Show me your power. 
You guys are playing with fire. I have one, and uh, it's about as dumb and boring as this fucking episode was. <laughs> so we we've learned a lot about the power of hats. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we've learned that ghosts attach themselves to hats. Hats can be yeah. uh, can be very powerful. Um, mm-hmm. Zach is obviously very attached to his hat. Very his hats, attached. Um, to the point where we never see his beautiful hair anymore. Um, no. And just as Joe Exotic punished his boy by stealing his hat, I'm taking Zach's power. I'm stealing his hat. I'm hiding all of Zach's hats. <laughs> Fucking try me. Try me without your hats, Zach. I want to see it. Come at me with your receding hairline. You can look at mine. That's all I got. That's all I got. I'm going to take his fucking hat. I'm going to take all his hats. As somebody who also has a very much receding hairline, I also endorse this challenge. Come find your hat in the dark, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> but you know what? It won't be dark for long because I'm going to turn on them fucking floodlights and we're going to get a get a peep at that dome without a hat who on it. knows like again it's just it's a hat 24 7 with zach now apparently and taking it really back with the hat with zach. <laughs> getting back with the zach hat back <laughs> baked in pot of beans <laughs> red bone and the baked bean riot with his, their, the third track on the album, The Hat Attack from Zach. Yeah, Hat Attack Zach. I can't really, like, this episode is so lacking of anything interesting that it is really hard to find something to talk about, to challenge, that is, like, on theme for this episode. Yeah. So, really, I just want to hide, I want you to hide Zach's hat and then I just want to have that hidden in, like, a stable somewhere where Zach just has to walk through a fountain of horse piss. He's apparently pro-piss at this point. He likes the way tiger piss smells. He, he obviously loves a, a tight shot of a, of a gushing yeah. horse vagina. And I, I'm wondering, are there animals in this on this earth that can produce more urine? And maybe we can get some countercultural fun here where we get some elephants involved. Because I feel mm. like some elephant piss, some horse piss, some tiger piss. I just want to I want to go through a gauntlet of piss. Because so, apparently, what? Somehow, this is maybe one of the darkest challenges. Because it's just like, first, Zack's like comes into a dark room to fight us in the dark. And I take his hat off. And then we f- blind him with fucking lights. And then we parade yeah. him under a fucking Noah's Ark of urine just he just gets pissed on by every fucking animal in the zoo 
without yeah. his hat on, with his receding hairline visible, and quickly wicked even further back by God's cavalcade of urine. <laughs> the cir- the circle of life is playing the circle of life as all of these animal hindquarter tails just lift up oh. and start squirting urine out of their out of their behinds. Oh. And it moves the soul through faith and love. Because he has such strong opinions about the piss, he has to stop and smell every year. Mmm, like, horse. Mmm, don't like that. Mmm, elephant piss. Smells like... Are you sure that's not buttered popcorn? He And, you know, there's a tiger at the end just so he can bury his face oh. right in that tiger vagina and be like... Mmm, buttered popcorn. Maybe that's how we really trick him at the end of this the scavenger hunt. He's looking for his hat, and he rounds a corner, and he just goes, mm. <laughs> It smells like butter popcorn. That might just be more piss. That's just tiger piss. The hat obviously isn't there, but lo and behold, oh. it's just a popcorn machine, and his hat is just right on top of it. Oh, this no. Is the stup- this is the stupidest challenge we've so ever done. This is so stupid. It's so stupid. Is that all you can do is just make some stupid little noises? That's not gonna make me scream like a little girl. Dance floor is yours. Show yourself. Witches and Warlocks, thank you for joining us for this like mid-season special. I I wish that it was more interesting. It's very telling that the most interesting part about this episode is a gushing horse. <laughs> well, Joel, it's been great, and I can't wait <laughs> to start season three. Going back, going back to the backslap Zach, good old times. <laughs> Fucking no more hats. Okay, Witches and Warlocks, <laughs> season three. We're going to start with the Penhurst State School. Regardless of whether or not that's good, the second episode in season three is Pavalia Island, where Zach and the right. boys go to Italy and... It's honestly one of the best episodes of all time. Does he make a ravioli joke? He does wear a plague doctor's mask a lot. Oh, sick. So join us next time. It's going to be less piss, but more vinegar. Mm. And Eric. (laughs) Yes, Joel. I love you, buddy. Hey, I love you too, man. I I hope we never have to watch this episode ever again. Fuck you, fuck you, Zach Bagans, yeah. for what you've become. Come fight us in the dark, you asshole. <laughs> Come get us, you dumb bitch. <laughs> I'm mad. All right, all you witches and warlocks, thank you so much for listening. Me and Eric really appreciate it. We love doing this nonsense. So if you love it, please follow us on Twitter at cfmitd. Please send all of your questions, your fan art of Zach doing horrible things to Aaron, to Aaron, spelled A-A-R-O-N, is a bottom biatch, B-I-A-T-C-H, at gmail.com. Find us on Podbean and Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Please leave us a review, like us, give us some five stars. It helps promote the show. If you want to share it around, show your friends, we would really appreciate it. Thanks. We love you.